0: Garrett, I got a question for you. What's that? All right. So if you could improve the game of Monopoly by doing anything to it, anything? what would that be? I'd get rid of it. I think I'd make it beer themed. You'd make it beer themed? Well, thank God, because that's exactly what we're going to be looking at today, Garrett. So your idea has already been implemented. No. You can just hang your hat up and call it a day. No. So And we're golden from here on out. We're black and tan, if you know <laughs> what I mean. This is awful. I can't keep it rolling.
1: (laughs) That was good. This is permanent. You cannot edit. No take
0: He's here. Hi, guys. Welcome to uh, our podcast. This is the Rough Draft Games crew, employees. I don't know what you want to call us, but we're back with our podcast, Roll and Move, where we take a look at some of the worst board games to ever be conceived. Some of the most hastily licensed, poorly uh, developed, just pieces of... Debris to be published <laughs> on uh, particle board. That's or a euphemism, Thomas. Debris board that I you say. got. <laughs> but today we're going to be taking a look at the board game Brewopoly. Now, this this is a very interesting game. Uh, what? Wh- because where did you find this one, Garrett? Was this at the? Uh, was this part of your gigantic treasure trove that you found at the local goodwill? Or yeah, no,
1: I went to Half Price Books. They had a clearance section of games that had been marked off. Um, They're all three dollars. I picked this up. I was looking for some games with some interesting themes that weren't exact carbon copies of other games, specifically uh, tribute pursuit Monopoly. monopoly. Um, mm-hmm. So some would say I, you know, based on the name alone, I shouldn't go after brewopoly because clearly it's, it's uh, referencing some monopoly things, but I saw the back of the box. It said, um, this all sounds easy until you've had one too many beers and you have to get up and kiss your neighbor or, or sing a, seeing 99 bottles of beer on the wall so i was like hey it sounds like there's maybe some challenges in this game. yeah i got some different components
0: to it rather than just collecting money and moving around the board so maybe they did something interesting with
2: it i think what's interesting is that you found it in your local um uh you know goodwill-esque sort of thrift store and then we could probably find it in la and san francisco but for some of our listeners i wonder if they could find it in theirs it really depends on how hipster you uh your local craft scene is yeah you may well, have it, this board game in yours the good news
0: is that if they do want to find it you can order it online in fact um i think now's probably a really good time to dig into the publisher and where exactly you can get your hands on this thing if you uh if you need to so this game was published by a company called late for the sky i i don't know what that means maybe that's them saying that they were wishing they were dead <laughs> Because they're soulless husks walking amongst the uh, the living, and they're late to uh, finally pass amongst on the to the next community, into the next dimension. They're late for their but death. they're late for their death. <laughs> I can't say we'd be missing much. Man, I'm being mean here to these guys. These are probably really good. These are probably people with families, good human beings.
2: Not anymore, Tom. Rest in peace. You are, R.I.P. <laughs> R. Mixed them.
0: Um, but anyways, so if you go to their website, it's late and you can find out all you want about this, uh, this company. Now this isn't a board game company in the idea that they make different games, no, no. but really it's, it, it, it gives a accurate representation of a board game company. And I'm, I don't know how to emphasize this with my voice, but the fact that it's singular <laughs> is totally true to form here. <laughs> Uh, because if you take a look at all the games that they have, the, every single one of them is a remake or a reskin of, uh, Monopoly. And we talked a lot about reskinning last week on the show, but oh man, let me just read some of these names for you guys. Totally
2: a one trick pony.
0: A one trick pony, if you will. Uh, we have uh, candyopoly. We have fairyopoly. We have petopoly, monsteropoly, ice creamopoly. Garrett, you like dogs, right? I love (laughs) dogs. You like dogs? Love dogs. Well, that's interesting because this company has actually manufactured no less than 17 <laughs> Monopoly clones that are all dog-oriented. That means that we're talking about every single one. We have Beagleopoly, Bostonopoly, Boxeropoly, <laughs> Bulldogopoly, Chihuahuaopoly, Dashadun or the Dogopoly uh frenchyopoly goldenopoly muttopoly there's an entire one i was just about to nuts. ask if
2: there was like a muttopoly or a Mutt. there is <laughs> they
0: don't discriminate here we have jacksopoly labopoly pugopoly shepherdopoly shih tzuopoly westyopoly yorkyopoly and the general if you just don't like to choose and narrow yourself down dogopoly there you go so we have so many choices that you you, you don't even know what to do with it so you're probably thinking these guys gotta be a little realistic. They have to they have to at least know that they don't really have anything special ideas. They're just reskinning the same game. But here's what I love. Jeff, would you like to read the uh, the our story page on the uh, the website? We have a little chat open. I'm gonna peel back the uh, the curtain for you guys. Uh, we have a chat open. I'm gonna I'm gonna send this to you, Jeff, so that you can do sure. this justice and read the the our story. And it starts off it all started with an idea. So It bit. all
2: started with an idea. Mm-hmm. Late for the Sky Production Company began making specialty, I'm air quoting here because you guys can't <laughs> see, board games in 1984. They've been doing this a long time. <laughs> Our first game was Miamiopoly, based on Miami University and, of course, Oxford, Ohio. Um, company founder and president is a 1980 graduate of Miami University, and her time spent there served as the inspiration for the game. Uh, The title list soon spread to around 80 major U.S. colleges. Each game is a walk around a specific university, and the board spaces are the campus buildings, local businesses, and traditions that are special to that school. So, of course, go ahead.
0: uh, (laughs) What pisses me off is she's acting like she came up with the idea of Monopoly. She's acting like, I was walking around this college, and I was going past some shitty bars. Shitty and I buildings. saw some like some really some really bad uh buildings that I recognized and I and I started thinking, what if there was a board game where you rock walk around a block and you maybe, I don't know, collect money as you go and there's you have a like a little little representative peg and that's you and you buy prop
1: oh, I'm I'm super I gotta make this game. I'm super impressed because I think this is the standard to which we can point and say, Hey, you cannot get sued for ripping off ideas yeah you can't i was
2: gonna i was gonna ask um like is this the first instance we should have a little timeline set up but the first first. instance of a reskin
0: um it'd be interesting because i think monopoly came back way before 1980s so there's no way that someone like didn't try and capitalize on that beforehand do you think capitalize on capitalism Capitalize on capitals. It's funny because Monopoly is supposed to like showcase the follies of capitalism and then they just got, they got railroaded by late for this <laughs> guy. Oh man, we didn't foresee this coming. God, very fitting, I guess, when you think about it. Uh, some interesting facts about it. it. It does have a little bit of, of following on boardgamegeek.com. By little, I mean like less than 30 people have played it. The game came out at what point, Garrett, did you say? Uh,
1: this specific edition came out in 20, 2013, and I believe, I, I think you said they've mm-hmm. been making Opelie games since 1984, but Brew Brewopelie, the game we're reviewing today, came out in 2013.
0: Right, and I, I know we like to talk about what the industry looked like for board games, but I think it's actually a little bit better for us to take a look at the industry that this game is kind of based around. It's It's sort of capitalizing on the craft beer craze that really started to emerge. When would you say that emerged, Jeff? I mean, I'm I'm not much of I don't go to a lot of breweries. I wish we had our friend Bill Bailey on here who uh I wish you would him. Loves him some breweries.
2: <laughs> yeah, Bill or or my other friend Matt. Um I would say maybe around the time when we were in college it started kind of popping up or maybe in the middle of that, mm-hmm. so 2010, 2009, maybe a little earlier. Um but I remember that was it started being popular to go visit breweries, going brewery tours and getting beers there. I'd, I'd say around that age. So uh, a couple years later, it sounds like, you know, late for the sky, was like, this is it. This is our chance. It's at its peak. So let's yeah, reskin so they're this. really trying to capitalize yeah. on the craft beer
0: craze. And I did a little bit of research as to try and figure out when exactly that started. And some of the I found some uh, scholarly articles uh, written by the uh, GSW First Year Journal of First Year Writings, probably written by some freshmen. Uh, but he adds an expert analysis to uh, to the craft beer phrase talking about how Oh, absolutely. He says, and I'm going to quote this article. It's it's questioning whether or not the uh, craft brews are here to stay they their passing fat. He says, another impact on the craft beer industry that I had not thought of is the U.S. economy. Uh, Andrew Flone, one of my peers, <laughs> which is a really nice way to say my roommate, uh, had a very good observation. He stated... Oftentimes, the quality of beer I drink is affected by gas prices. (laughs) Stating, if gas is $1.85 a gallon, then I'm going to drink some craft beer, man. If gas is $2.65 a gallon, I'm probably going to have a PBR and call it a day.
2: Got to save somewhere.
0: Yeah, so most of the beers that are featured in this board game are... uh, You're not going to find your king of beers. You're not going to find your silver bullets, your course lights. You're going to find mostly... The craft and the craft mentality
2: Shine was a really, uh,
0: big praise. I-, I think it's a good a good point to hand things over to you here, Garrett. So uh, maybe you can tell us a little bit more about the game.
2: I, w- I want to make a quick note. So there's a little fun fact that I learned um, actually on a brew tour once. What do you guys think is the largest craft beer? Do you guys have any idea?
1: Largest craft beer?
2: The largest craft, largest What, what, micro, largest what it actually define? Let me put it that what- way. Okay, what
1: defines okay microbrewery? I was going to say it's loosely
2: defined. Think of this is the organic of the beer industry. So, Lone the, Star. the free range of the. I would I would say largest craft, largest microbrewery, microbrewery, and this was this might this fact might be outdated, but Miller High Life. <laughs> what do you think, Tom?
0: I feel like Garrett's on the money because I I I want to say that like Budweiser or you know. Uh, one of the larger beer companies has managed to just skim along the uh, requirements of what it means to be a craft brewery just so that they could take that title away from someone like Sweetwater or or some, someone like that.
2: Yeah. So for those of you that know, Sweetwater is a brewery back home where we all came from in Atlanta. And actually, this is where I learned the fact um, it, during a Sweetwater brewery. I think they were like, we're the top five uh micro breweries or whatever in size or production the number one is sam adams it's technically still oh, yeah. a micro brewery, yeah. which is crazy
0: that's nuts yeah that's huge yeah
2: yeah so they they must be skirting around Spots that definition mm-hmm. somehow and still still keeping that title strong <laughs> yeah sadly
0: there's no sam adams on uh, on this board but um uh, we there's got lots of different we other got, we, we got we, such we, such got, we right, have scheiderbach right, right, we got scheiderbach which is uh i think that's a texas original right Gare?
1: That's a that's a Shiner Texas original, yeah. Oh, beautiful. All
0: right, why don't, you, why don't you run us through the mechanics there, buddy? Yeah,
1: absolutely. So, like I said, I, I tried to pick up this game, hoping that it was not uh, an exact clone. I, w- I wanted some theme, and, I, you know, I, I want to say I, th- I think they tried. So, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go too in-depth on the rules. If you know how to m- play Monopoly, you know how to play Brewopoly. Um, there is one rule change, and that is the common house rule of... Put all the money in the center of the board and whoever lands on free parking or free peanuts and and brewopolis case you get to you get to collect um, from fees that are paid to the game uh, so but other otherwise the the rules and the mechanics of the game are the exact same as monopoly however i will say there were uh, a couple of cards that instead of um chance cards they they called them glass or bottle cards and a couple of them presented some challenges or some trivia questions. So I was like, okay, well maybe they put some effort in into this as far as changing the game up and and making yeah. it thematic enough for for those that are enjoying some adult beverages while they're Shake playing board up games. A bit. That's good. Yeah, it's a common common practice. So I, I went through it and I counted. Um, I, I started reading. I read all the cards, and I found seven seven cards out of about forty that gave some sort of uh, variation um, to the game that was not exactly ripped off of Monopoly. So so for those keeping count, the other 33 cards were just pay $10 to this person, pay $40 to the bank, gain $50, everybody pays you $10. You know, your classic Monopoly risk cards. Um, there are seven cards that present some sort of a challenge. Um, of those four are trivia questions... Uh, two are pseudo challenges and one allows you to take control of another player. Um, which is essentially peer. I, I think the card is labeled peer pressure, but it would it, be more aptly named peer pressure. Um, but otherwise the game is monopoly. If you, you're, you're gaining properties, you're building those, you're building those properties, collecting sets and uh, charging rent and the person with, um, the last person
2: standing wins the game. I'll say a couple of things so the the board artwork it, you know I'd give it a <laughs> like a three out of ten like, like they don't really do any artworks for the properties. It's just different colored bottle caps. It looks like a bottle cap you pulled from clip art um right. nothing too special. They did slap on actual breweries logos, um which again, not original. It makes me wonder if uh these companies had lobbied for this game and pitched in to have their logo put on this board game, so it was out there. Um, I got a
0: conspiracy centered around that. Yeah, uh, I, go for I, it. I
2: can get into that, man. Put break out your tinfoil
0: because right. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and uh, blow your minds here, gentlemen. I think around. that this this board game company reached out to these because they they got the logos right. They're implementing them inside of the game, so they have all of their consent. So they reached out to the companies, probably telling them, "Hey, we're making a beer version of Monopoly and." You know, just like your normal people, your normal uh, your normals average citizen. When you hear that, if you're a beer company, you don't really think about board games. They're like, oh, I've seen those board game versions like Simpsons Monopoly, Star Wars Monopoly on sale at like Target or Brookstone or whatever. And they signed off on it. Maybe, even if they, they could have done this, I'm not going to put it past them, they could have done a little bit of product placement. They said, hey, you want your beer company to be featured in our game? You can pay us a little bit and... Uh, <laughs> it'll be we'll work it into the storyline you can we'll move the pieces around it'll be We're part a big of the
2: company late for this guy. you might have heard us uh we that's make right a, not monopoly we make a lot of similar <laughs> games but
1: so they pyramid schemed them
0: this is no it's product placement they swindled these they swindled. honest okay. innocent beer companies that are just trying to get people drunk and they they i think that they broke even on this <laughs> game even before they published it that's that's all it's i'm gonna uh- say
1: these honest innocent beer companies beer, that just right. trying to get people drunk uh <laughs> i think that's great i i think it's I, I would love to find out that late for the sky actually was paid by these beer
2: companies to produce this program. i, I'm, I would, I'm not i wouldn't be surprised uh so on the card, some of the card artworks there's uh, two stacks there's a glass uh stack of glass, glass and cards and bottle cards um the the artwork is really strange. I, I, like it, on the other side, it's like a cartoony. If you, any of you have played Fallout, it's kind of like Pit Boy type style art. Um, mm-hmm. One of the bartenders is like a really buff guy with he's like a Chippendales guy. He's just got a tie on. I, I really don't understand the theme there. I think the art's cool. I think it's just kind of misdirected. Um, at least for at least for those cards, but the rest of the art is just kind of meh. Um, I didn't actually get. It. I don't remember what the uh, what the pieces are like. That's kind of one of the big. Um, one of the big draws or one of the most iconic things about monopoly are the pieces, right? The hat, the, the car. Mm-hmm. Um, these are,
1: these are traditional wooden ponds. Ah, got it. Yeah.
2: Missed value. opportunity there. I think that's one way they could have kind of fired back on the art is, is if they did custom, uh, board pieces or, you know, player pieces there, maybe a bottle you or got a, a, you got a Stein. A yeah. Bottle, that would have yeah. been kind of cool. A boot. Um, uh, that would have been a cool thing to do, but definitely, definitely missed out on that boat. Um, yeah, yeah, so from a story and theming standpoint, I think uh, you know they they could have done a lot of cool things here. You know, there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's a reason why the the microbrewery or the um craft brewery scene kind of had its hey, or I guess is has some momentum. Um, some people like the craft around it, but you know what they really did was they just said, okay, there's these existing breweries, we're just gonna rename the properties that. They didn't really go into what goes into brewing a beer, like you know, I don't know, hops or yeast or. I'm not a huge brew, you know, I'm not a huge um, craft brew guy. But, you know, those things would have been cool to implement, but I didn't really yeah. see it in there.
0: Did you think that there was any sort of rhyme or reason to the placement of, like, craft brew values? <laughs> uh, to, to let people know, like, I think, like, towards the top, like, was yeah, shinerbach the,
1: <laughs> the top three most expensive properties were in, in order from most expensive to least were uh, Great American Beer Festival, Craftbeer.com and Shinerbach, which is the first beer on that list, is, is the most expensive.
0: First beer. of all, I don't even know how a domain name can be considered <laughs> it can be a, a microbrewery. Yeah, it can yeah. be a <laughs> ma- microbrewery. I, I don't wanna I don't want to get into specifics here, but uh, I just don't think that's physically yeah, possible.
2: Them- thematically incorrect there, for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but well, I feel bad for the breweries that are like labeled like $150 uh, properties, or like the ones that are on the lower end of the of the scale. There, <laughs> that might that might be the draw, though, right? Milk.
2: Because uh, you know the whole the whole thing about the microbreweries is that we're the little guys, so you're the little guys of yeah, a yeah. small fish in a small pond, something. right?
0: There you go. Yeah. Maybe it's a maybe it's a compliment or something along those lines. Uh, <laughs> one thing that I think we definitely should talk about. Because I know we're going to be talking about some flaws and shortcomings here. And believe me, we're going to get into that. But I want to give props to the copywriter. Okay? I think right. that's where all the money went that was invested into this game. Was paying the person who wrote the copy for specifically the back of the board game. Garrett, would
1: you, <laughs> would
0: you would... like to read, read that back?
1: It's a beautiful back. Alright, I got that for you. Here's a game for people who like to drink beer. Are you a pilsner person, a lager lover, a brown ale girl, a stout fellow, or is wheat your treat? Whatever your pleasure, from New Belgium's fat tire to Big Sky's moose drool, our nation's award-winning microbreweries produce the suds that will tickle your taste buds. Oof.
0: That's like a Shakespearean sonnet there, guys. Well done. That What is that, iambic <laughs> pentameter? Oh my god.
1: <laughs> I will say the back of the box is what convinced me to to buy this game because it, it's what convinced me that this was not a monopoly, a straight monopoly ripoff. Um, yeah. cause the next, the next thing is in brewopoly your trade for your favorite beers and increase their value by purchasing brews and tap houses. So which, you know, that sounds like monopoly, but then it says sounds easy enough until you have to put on your beer goggles and kiss your neighbor or stand and sing 99 bottles of beer on the wall. So that's where I got the idea of like, oh, maybe they have some challenges. A little bit misleading. Yeah, they they dipped their
2: toes in having a little variance from the traditional monopoly, but they didn't dive full in. And I think if they had actually done like a full, they redid all the cards, or a lot of the cards to be more geared towards microbreweries or beer, I think it would have been pretty cool. But they only did a couple of them. I
1: also also want to point out that uh, on each card they incorporated a quote. Um, or on many cards, they incorporated a quote. And, These are the and glass and bottle cards. The glass right? and bottle cards, right? And they incorporated a quote, and I think I think it's funny. One of the quotes was, "He was a wise man who invented beer," and that that is attributed to Plato. And immediately, you're just like, you're just like. The- did Plato have beer around? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I know it's been around since 4000 BC, but I don't know if uh, Plato was knocking them back with. I don't know um, called them sophists and philosophers. <laughs> but there, yeah, there's so many. Even on the back, it, it focuses on. I find it funny because they focus on like four cards on the back. They're like, "Oh, this is what makes it special," but that's literally it, because all the chance cards are. Like, how, how would you describe the chance cards, Jeff? Because most of them are kind of rip-offs of exactly what's in uh, in Monopoly. Yeah, exactly.
2: I think Garrett touched on them earlier. It was things yeah. like, oh, I I picked this card. Oh, man, uh, you have to pay me. Everyone has to pay me $10. Or I owe the person to my left $50. It's just there's no rhymer. I mean, there's no strategy there, obviously. It is a Monopoly game. Um, and, yeah, they're, they're direct rip-offs. Like, you could – they, you could have slid in the Monopoly cards and mm-hmm. the gameplay would have been no different. Well,
1: what's great is they devised
2: their own graphic
1: for four of the... I, I mentioned there's four trivia questions and they <laughs> devi, devised this, own, this, this specific four. graphic for those four cards. It's says beer quiz. Um, my favorite question at, from the beer quiz, and, and mind you that there's 40 cards in the game. So I assume after a playthrough, Monopoly is notoriously long. I assume after a playthrough, you're going to have seen all the trivia questions. And maybe even in one game, you're going to There's the...
0: four of the. If you open the box and like answer those <laughs> four questions, you're fine. I could probably answer all four of those correctly right now. Right now, on this podcast, I could do it for you, Garrett.
1: Let's do it. All right. Let's do right. it.
0: Get, take out the cards. I'm, we played them. it once. Do Are you it. You ready? Go
1: ahead. Question. This is my favorite question. Right. If a beer is rated 9.5% ABV only 9.5% ABV. What does ABV stand for?
2: Alcohol by volume. <laughs> <laughs> Tuffy. That's 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 a thinker right there. It's going to make you Question.
1: Mm-hmm. What style of beer is poured into a glass of the same name? Pilsner. You got it.
0: First time I guessed uh, I guessed like a stout, but uh, no, I got it, I got it this time. One playthrough and I'm good. Question. Uh-huh. which contains more beer one barrel or two kegs it's the same that's correct 15 and a half gallons right
1: <laughs> i like that even in this one even if maybe you've forgotten the answer you you have a you have a i'd say 33 percent chance of getting it right there's right one get, two, you know, really helping two. You out there all right the the last question the only one i i have my doubts on of you getting it right what is often the last word in the dictionary as well as the science of fermentation and brewing is it zimmerology or zimology zim zimmergy zimmergy zimmergy
2: close
0: oh, very good
2: the only real challenging question in that stack
0: <laughs> right you, and that's it. it that's all the trivia questions you guys you listeners have just been you
1: got a one up when you play yeah um the two challenge cards so we have two challenge cards i, I mentioned earlier and they were directly referenced on the back of the box so was, i was looking forward to a few more challenge cards but Here are the challenges. Stand up and sing five choruses of 99 bottles of beer on the wall. If you sing, collect $100. If not, pay $100. So, pseudo-challenge there.
0: I want to be at the party with the guy who just refuses to do that. Just just five choruses. That challenge comes up, and
1: he starts sweating. He's like, I don't think I can do that. I don't think (laughs) I can sing. The second challenge is put on your beer goggles and kiss (laughs) the player to your left. Or pay them $50. Those are the two challenges in the game
2: i was joking while we were playing that it'd be really funny to if bring your high school crush over and play this one-on-one it looks i gotta kiss (laughs) you it's it's like the most roundabout way to uh, (laughs) sneak in a smooch
1: so uh with those limited interaction opportunities and this being a game that's focused on you know the social drinking how do you guys think this This works with uh, bringing your crew over, getting a couple beers. Do you think this is a good social game? Having a couple brews. Dude, just play fucking Monopoly, man.
2: I just, like, what bothers me is that there's, you know, it's a beer game, and there's nothing... Like, if there was more drinking game-type things in there, like, you know, drink or do this, or loser has to drink this or take a sip. I mean, like, that would have been a little bit better, but they, they didn't even... They, like... Their reskin was so shallow that they didn't even like it. Like I feel like it was a Mad Lib version where they just like, okay, what Monopoly ripoff are we going to do this week? Plug in these nouns, these verbs, these adjectives, and boom, we have a new game. Beagle opposite. <laughs> I would
1: argue Monopoly is one of the worst games to to introduce into a social setting where people are drinking beer. I think you know even chess can get humorous, but Monopoly, it's you you can't end that game quickly. There's what? not a way. Yeah.
0: I, well, hang on, I'm calling you out on this. Chess can get humorous, Garrett.
1: <laughs> yeah. You get <laughs> give a little me, drunk.
0: Give me your best. Kim, tell me, paint me a picture of what's going to happen when chess... You know,
1: you, you, you have your friends there. You they laugh at your stupid moves. I, I have people laughing at me when I make. <laughs> well, oh, idiotic... you moved
0: your rook to e five.
1: What an idiot! Oh, <laughs> well, you know, you leave your king wide open. What whatever it is, but Monopoly, there's not a way. <laughs> you, I mean, you can't really make a bad decision once you know you're an hour into the game. The game is set. You're not you're not making that many more decisions, right? You're just mm-hmm. you're rolling and doing whatever you're the playing it tells out. You to do. Yeah, exactly. And also, it's not a good social game because there's player elimination, and that player elimination can span. You know, two three hours because I get eliminated at the beginning of the game, and you two are just <laughs> going around the board. In this ebb and flow of, of this cash flow, and I'm just sitting in the
2: corner getting more drunk. Isn't and, that how much in the team
0: though? Just <laughs> <laughs> by, by yourself,
2: <laughs> regardless of board game. Yeah, it really bo- For long games, it really really bothers me when there's no slingshot mechanic where you can kind of come back into the game. Like, cause then you're just mm-hmm. drug out, and you're just like, well, I'm behind, and there's nothing I could do, and I'm just. And really, what happens is most of the time that last place player in a game that there's no slingshot mechanic they just try to sabotage so and no, this is exactly that this is exactly that way it's like the, one of the biggest problems with monopoly you are just you know you're trying to if right. you could make a decision you know trying to dick over one person but
0: while well, we do have a little bit of a uh actually not even a little bit we have one we have one review that i've managed to find of uh brewopoly and uh, it's, for, it's on BoardGameGeek.com. This is by Craig Marshall. So a uh, little shout out to Mr. Craig Marshall.
1: I, I found a few too. I'll, I'll
0: oh, okay, cool. Um, let me hit you with this first. So it says, I wanna, I'll want. i start out with this disclaimer. I don't like Monopoly that much. <laughs> Starting off with... So I don't know why he bought the game, but he did.
2: Uh, He's a it's a punishment.
0: Uh, it's fine to play with the family if I absolutely have to. But I think... Playing once every year or two is plenty. That being said, my mother-in-law got me brewopoly for Christmas. I am a beer lover, a home brewer, and I visit many breweries so when proud. I travel. Yes. This guy is so proud. I love this it. This is part of his identity, man. We got to respect that. And he was pleased, as he says, to see great brews like Moose Drool and Fat Angel on the cover of the box. I'm always curious about a new game, so I broke into it. And we gave it a spin while watching a movie.
1: I just want to interject that I love my favorite board games are ones that you need to supplement with a movie to to keep the energy. Yeah, out. absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
2: I don't really want to pay enough attention to this board game. I I don't. I just uh. I want to. I want something else to kind of ease the. beat. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, you got any other reviews?
1: I got a review here. Um, this game is basically a carbon copy of Monopoly with beer theme goods. It's interesting info on real breweries on the back of each card which is actually just copy and pasted from the the beers website uh bads compared to monopoly the deed card's a little more difficult to determine cost and you need more table space so this guy's actually reviewing the components but otherwise it is a uh it is a carbon copy of monopoly um jumping down additionally it's hard to find the actual property cards which makes the game longer plus there doesn't seem to be any rhyme or reason to the grouping, so there's there's no color coordination or like certain beers from certain regions or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Overall, a step back for Monopoly game because the card graphics are not well thought out. And then right. I have one more quick review: beer themed Monopoly. That's it.
2: <laughs> 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 very. very very good
1: you can still buy this game on uh late for this guy's website and it is going for 24.95 straight off their website
2: there you go 24.95 like uh,
1: i got it for three dollars
0: nice buy gear it's a good Thank deal. You. um yeah i don't know i don't know who in the right mind would want to purchase this for 24.95 uh when you could just go out and get a normal thing of Monopoly, you could probably go out and buy Monopoly on eBay for like ten bucks, and then buy a six pack of beer, or like an actual just...
2: retheme from yeah. the from I, I forget who the publishing company is, but um <laughs> yeah like an actual branded retheme. It's a crack team. That's for actually what good. We're about. Yeah, I could have gotten Monopoly for
1: five dollars, but I I uh, I went with Beeropoly. I'm yeah. sorry, Brewopoly, and uh, I I was satisfied. I gotta say. So, our boardgamegeek.com
0: weighted average for this is a 4.5. Garrett, what, where would this be on your ranking, would you say?
1: Uh, how many reviews was that real quick?
0: This is 32 ratings.
1: 32 ratings. I'm i I guess I'm not too surprised. I, I I feel like people see Monopoly games and they just buy them. So, I'm, I'm I think that's about right. Uh, my rating for this is a I you know, I'm I'm really displeased with this game you know we've we've reviewed other games where they at least make an effort to make it original right um they put seven cards in here that that are changed from monopoly mm-hmm. um they copy and pasted a bunch of stuff it's it's and that's what they is... put on
0: the back that's how they, they 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 gave you a little bait and switch i think yeah. gear i think you should hit I, them. i'm throwing this on i'm throwing this down to a one whoa dang okay you're one. definitely not alone in your one there was one other person who gave it a one on Board Game Geek? His name is Stuart Wood, and uh, he's a Doctor Who fan. <laughs> That's
2: all. That's all I know about him. So I'm gonna add these company. two tidbits in. My name is. Shout out Stuart yeah. Wood.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, I probably give it a, maybe something along the lines of a three.
1: Really? Uh, it's a functional what are you, what are game? redeeming qualities?
0: It's a functional game. You can at least play it. Like, if if I if the game was totally broken, and it was just. it it didn't work in what it was intended to be then i might be tempted to dip a little bit lower but you knew what this was garrett you knew i'm victim blaming a little bit right now (laughs) you knew exactly what you were getting into
1: when you bought this game well i think you gave twilight a three and i think i think they deserve to be recognized for a little bit they at least tried to put some effort into the theme Mm -hmm. this these guys did not yeah so
2: I-, I so i would probably if i were rating monopoly i'd give it like like a four and then so so that's that's the benchmark here so if i think broop really matched up to monopoly uh which i think they did because they didn't change anything um <laughs> the only thing that bothers me if i were to compare it to monopoly is like they they tried to add, you know, the the trivia and the challenge cards, but they didn't go deeper with it. And I really wish they would have. So I have to knock it down one. Yeah. So I I'd, I'd probably put it at a 3.
0: Yeah, they jump ship a little too early on that. But what what are what are you rate
1: Monopoly, Thomas? Monopoly? 5. Yeah. You give Monopoly a 5 and I you give it, give it a this 3. I gave
2: okay. it a f- I gave it a 4 and I, I said it's close okay. enough for Monopoly to Monopoly. They give it a 3.
1: Okay. I'm I'm am okay with that logic, but I am not okay with the uh, the Twilight logic. You don't
0: so. you don't appreciate my Twilight logic. Well, hey, man, (laughs) that's like my opinion, man. Uh, But those as 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 we just uh, indicated with that uh, line from the Big Lebowski or bastardized line for the Big Lebowski, those are our opinions. But of course, the most important opinion of all is yours, which is why we so eagerly encourage you guys to hit us up. On Twitter and Gmail, hit them with the specs, Jeff.
2: Yeah, you can. You guys can catch us on Twitter at Rough Draft Games, uh, or check out our website at Rough Draft or shoot us an email, an angry one or a happy one at Rough Games at Gmail dot com.
0: Yeah, you can tell us if you actually made the mistake of buying Brewopoly like Garrett did, and you can tell us uh, tell us your experience playing with. I certainly recommend drinking while you play Good. the game. Garrett, you've recently delved into bartending. Is there a specific uh, cocktail that you might recommend? With
1: this, if they didn't want to go the beer route. Go to the Long Island iced tea to make you forget about this. one. <laughs> I'd like to uh, also recommend that if you are, you should join the conversation. If you're the one who created this game, we would love to hear from oh, you. Oh so God, I, I'd love to person, do interviews on the show. That'd yes, so I would love fun. to hear from the person that uh, created Brewopoly. So send us send us a DM if uh, if that is you.
0: But yeah, you guys can catch us again every single Wednesday. We're going to be releasing a new episode of Roll and Move. Thank you guys so much for joining us. And until then, take care.